0: This is Aussie Mac Zone. We'll cover everything Apple, including Macs, iPhones, iPads, and more. All this from an Aussie perspective. Sit back, relax, insert yourself into the
1: zone. The Aussie Mac Zone. Young Zahn, how are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? Good. Good. Looking flash with a new haircut.
0: Yeah, got no hair left. That's great. Makes it a lot easier. <laughs> Surviving our...
1: I've got all the hair.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, show 397, my friend. 397. Yes. We're ticking them over again, which is good.
1: It is. It's great.
0: All right. So, uh, what do we got? We have got our Aussie Apple ramblings this week. And I do have a pick, apparently. So, uh, so, here, no, sorry, everyone. There we go. Put that back up. There we go. So, this coming week also marks the 30th anniversary of the original PowerBook. Thursday is the 30th anniversary of the introduction of the original PowerBook, the first PowerBook. Nine to five Mac reports, in October of 1991, Apple revolutionised computing with what was really the first modern laptop computer. It was the first machine to push the keyboard up to the top and introduce a palm rest with trackball. The machine was introduced as the PowerBook 100 series at the Comdex trade show in Las Vegas. In fact, there's even a recording of the introduction that you can watch uh, from the link in the show notes. Apple launched three machines at the show, the PowerBook 100, the PowerBook 140, and the PowerBook 170. All three computers had TFT, active matrix display, and broke the Snow White design language mold with a gray plastic exterior rather than the light beige one. The PowerBook was immensely popular product line for Apple, even in the 90s when the company began to falter ahead of Steve Jobs' return. The PowerBook family was one of the few product lines that Steve didn't axe when he came back to Apple in 1997. And up until the 2006 introduction of the MacBook Pro, Apple continued to release new PowerBooks with improved processes and gorgeous radical designs. Fun fact, my favorite Mac notebook ever, made in 2003, the PowerBook G4. Now, the PowerBook, meet MacBook Pro. Apple discontinued the PowerBook family in 2006 when they began to transition to Intel processors. The first MacBook Pro looked almost identical to the PowerBook G4, aside from the built-in eyesight camera and revised port selection. And there's a lot more in our show notes. Awesome. Yeah. So that goes with what we're going to be talking about later, which is the new machines that were introduced this morning. But we'll talk
1: about them shortly. All right. Story two. Yep. Will we still be using Apple devices in the future or will will we be living with them? That's right. (laughs) Mac reports over the last several decades, Apple's success has stemmed from one overriding philosophy, stemmed from one overriding philosophy, sorry, making technology personal. From the computer that sat on your desk to the notebook you popped open on your lap to the iPhone that you carry in your pocket and the Apple Watch you wear on your wrist, the company has increasingly fostered the personal connection between us and our devices. But more recently, the personal connection has also carried with it a degree of in what? Interplay? 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 Interplay of wrapping ourselves up in technology in a recent interview with uh, Bustle. Apple CEO Tim Cook commented on the interplay between technology and mental health. Uh, The prioritization does sometimes seem at odds with the very nature of the iPhone, iPad and Mac. These windows into into a world that is at times disconnected from our own, even as it connects to a... Uh, with others, uh, other people. But perhaps it hits that the next um, evolutionary step of Apple is to find a way to integrate our technology into the world around us. More yes. story in our, in our show notes. Absolutely. Awesome.
0: Absolutely. Story three. Google is now focused on making its iPhone and iPad apps feel more native to iOS. Nine to five Google reports, Google applications on iOS have long been criticising for not feeling native to the platform. Earlier this year, the company's designers reviewed their approach for developing iOS apps and opted for a change. Google apps on iOS have long looked and functioned near identical to their Android counterparts. That in itself is fine and the company's prerogative, but Apple enthusiasts have complained about Google applications not respecting common iOS conventions and feel, thus resulting in an inconsistent user experience between first and third-party clients. Behind the scenes, this was due to the company's belief in sharing UI components across Google in building their own libraries. Another focus was filling apps in UIKit, Apple's framework for building apps. This is according to the staff engineering lead for Google Design on Apple Platforms, Jeff Cohen, in a Twitter thread earlier this week. All that work was eventually open-sourced as material components for iOS MDC to allow any third-party developer to adopt the same UI elements used by Google's iPhone and iPad apps, like floating action buttons, chips, and snack bars. But as we continued on the pursuit of cross-platform pixel parity, our iOS components were slowly drifting further and further from the Apple platform fundamentals because those phenomena were also evolving year over year. In response, Google at the start of 2021 began a deep evaluation of what it means to build hallmark Google experience on Apple platforms and us, Does a switch really need to be built in custom alignment with the generic design system or might it be sufficient to simply use the system solution and move on? Google concluded that it was time for the latter route and that Apple's UI kit had matured enough for internal needs. The company no longer had to maintain most of the custom components that built out over the years, including the app top bars, lists and menus. Instead, it will adopt standard controls and apply light branded touches to maintain the Google look on iOS. Some custom components are still needed and they will now benefit from from more attention and focus. It remains to be seen how much or even if Google's iPhone apps will diverge from the Android versions. But hopefully they'll bring things up to date faster. Android versions. But
1: hopefully, that <laughs> Sorry.
0: That's all right. So we know the volume going out.
1: <laughs> I was just trying to check it on Facebook and, um, and everything like that. Yeah. So...
0: Story number four.
1: I don't have story number four. Don't you? No. Hang on a second.
0: I'll do it. Tech giants yeah, expand.
1: Yeah.
0: Sorry. All right. No, I don't have it. Tech giants expand Australian misinformation measures a week after government criticism. ZDNet reports a new portal will be created for accepting complaints from the Australian public where they believe a signatory's efforts to address misinformation are not up to scratch. The Australian industry group advocating for tech giants, including Facebook, Google, TikTok and Twitter, has expanded its voluntary code for addressing misinformation online after Australian and US governments made fresh calls last week for tougher social media regulation. The group, Digital Industry Group Inc., said the expansion entails creating a new independent committee to police the voluntary code for misinformation and disinformation. These independent members will work with signatories through an administration subcommittee to oversee the various actions taken by signatories to meet their obligations under the code, DIGI said. The updated voluntary code will also see DIGI create a new complaints portal. The new portal will accept complaints from the Australian public where they believe a signatory has breached the code's commitments. Signatories of the voluntary code Uh, Apple, Adobe, Facebook, Google, Microsoft, Redbubble, TikTok and Twitter. Digi created the code in February which consists of signatories committing to releasing an annual transparency report about their efforts to address disinformation and misinformation and providing a way for users to report content with disinformation and misinformation. The code also calls for signatories to be cognizant of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights when developing proportionate responses to disinformation and misinformation. Australian Community Communications and Media Authority Chair Nerida Alachlan said in a statement that the updated voluntary code mechanisms were an important step in reducing online misinformation and disinformation. Lachlan did note, however, that she was still concerned about the voluntary and opt-in nature of the code. We will be watching how it, this works in practice and whether expanding the committee's remit will be necessary, she said. More in the show notes, of course.
1: So I just reloaded it and I reset it and brought it back yeah. up. I've got story five, but there's no, nothing, just says pictures. Yeah, and
0: then underneath that?
1: It says October 19th event.
0: Yeah, yeah, keep going. But then that, it, goes, that's on where to, on no, it Pond-
1: goes
0: on to... All new Apple Music Plan. No,
1: it goes on about Biden. Don't know
0: what that is. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, anyway, so we've both watched the Apple event from today. We did, Yep. So we'll just go through that. Yep. Yeah. So there's you want an
1: all-new
0: Apple. Want... Well, all Apple Music plan.
1: There is. And it's pretty cheap too. So it was uh, $4.99 US.
0: Yeah, which is. I'm um, bring it right up here now. It's there. I think it's $5.99 Australian, I think it is.
1: Yep and i think this has got to do with um your home your um home mini or yeah uh, that sort of thing where um you know you can play music just by telling saying you know hey you play this yep and yeah, it's very it. you can it's say, very it serious focused yeah yep yeah play it everywhere so if you've got more than one device in the house that's connected via bluetooth uh You know, you might have your speaker system set up, connected via Bluetooth to your home system. You say play it everywhere. It'll play it in every room. Nah. It's
0: it's, it's only only the Apple HomePods that will play. I'm pretty sure it's only Apple HomePods that will play, quote, play everywhere when you're telling it what to do. You can be on your, Ah. for example, you can be on your iPod or your Mac and AirPlay to all your speakers and it'll play in the whole house. Yeah. But that doesn't, that, when you're just t- telling Siri to play, it only plays, you know, you can play, yeah. say, play upstairs or downstairs or the whole house or whatever. But, yeah, only yeah. airports will do that. Yeah.
1: By the way, sorry for my wriggling around and moving. I'm literally going to the physio tomorrow because I have the <laughs> worst pain in my shoulder. Uh, I'm trying to sit so my arm's not like this uh, <laughs> because I'm in so much pain and I just can't get still. Yeah, no, I can do that. That's fine. <laughs> to be honest with you, that doesn't hurt at all. It's probably the best way to be able to sit because there's no pain. Uh, there's still pain when I do this, but there's less pain, but I was trying to keep it out of view. <laughs> so it's I all good, realize. Oh, yeah. Everyone didn't realise, so I apologise. Yeah, I'm just going to hold so- it here for now. Yeah, so um, there is an
0: Apple Music plan for one person yep. and you just play everything off your phone basically and you, and you play it through your AirPods.
1: Yep, uh, I I have the family plan. I have yeah. the share. So I've got the music. we have got the Apple TV. I've got the Plus. Yeah, you know,
0: yeah,
1: everything yeah. like that. It all runs through our devices already. Um, you know, I've got my TV up on the wall all that sort of stuff and normally i just play music through that it's loud enough to go right through the house anyway um <laughs> yep. yep so um yeah but this is yeah this this plan is very cheap uh especially for the the catalogue after catalogue after catalogue worth of music that uh, well, apple music has
0: 90 million songs is that what they said so, this like one I can't remember. something
1: insane like that yeah but i yeah. can get you know obscure artists that i'm into and type it into apple and it's now on there when it first started some of the more obscure stuff wasn't on there but uh you know uh, now that it's been going for a while they've you know seen that you know putting their music onto apple uh is a good idea because it's getting out to everybody so i can i'm still getting you know some of the some of the great stuff yeah um older stuff too uh tim buckley uh is on there which i'm an absolute massive fan of uh as a (laughs) postcards from la um uh, it's a great album and uh, that i used to listen to with my dad and uh that's how i got into that album it's an amazing album and you know you can find that on there mr bungle which uh was mike patton from faith in the moore's first band (laughs) um you know stuff like that that you wouldn't expect to find you know uh because they're sort of one-off artists you know but bungles not but yeah yeah they're a little bit more obscure and uh you know sort of risque and yeah they're on there now so it's good rodriguez you know is on there now and never used to be um it was really hard to find rodriguez anywhere except for youtube uh and in the last sort of year and a half uh it's been put Uh onto Apple music so yeah it's good
0: they also announced heaps and heaps and heaps of new um like playlists, yeah, where you can just say, you know, play play me some relaxing sunshine yeah. music, or yeah. you know, play me getting getting ready to snowboard music, and and that yeah. sort of thing. And it, it goes through and
1: works out. I use uh, this all the time, actually, yeah. uh, especially if I'm at home, you know, and I'm just uh, you know, I'm working from home, and um, I don't want the TV on because it's too distracting, but I still want something in the background. Um, i'll go through uh, apple music on the tv and um find a, a chill yeah listener might just be you know soft rock or chill or whatever and i put one on today which was just uh chosen for me like because they, they give you a list all the time mm-hmm. i love the list mm-hmm. they choose for me yep um, uh, and so and they're normally pretty spot on i think i've only ever got one that wasn't spot on yeah. Um, and it was a chill album, and it was just all really nice, soft, acoustic. You know, I, I don't really get into uh, uh, electronic amb- ambience. I like my chill stuff, acoustic. Yeah. Um, and they played a fantastic, I think it was like 37 songs of just <laughs> chilled, acoustic stuff right? from right across the board you know, artists, so um, it was really good. Excellent. Help helped me do my work. So yeah, I was able to yeah. listen and enjoy a little bit of music that was, you know, soft enough and light enough for me to be able to do my job and still have that little bit of background noise that I was enjoying. So you know, it Excellent. gives you that little bit of peace of mind. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Doing your work. So, yeah. So uh, we got three new AirPods mini. Yes. Home pod mini? Airpod mini? Home pod, sorry, home pod mini. Three new home pod mini. HomePod.
1: Yeah. By the way, can and I just three say, new colors? Before we go into the colors. <laughs> the way he said home pod <laughs> on the video bothered me so <laughs> much. <laughs> bothered me so much. He kept on going home pod. home, home pod. <laughs> and, like, in my head, it was going home, oh, oh, home, oh, oh, home, oh, oh. home, home. I'm like, it's a HomePod, it's a HomePod mini. Home, there's an H. Um, <laughs> so, I got, I got past it because they're very, very cool and the colors are very cool.
0: Yes, I can't wait to get an orange one.
1: Put it in a black I office. I knew you were going to say that as soon as I seen the orange one, I'm like, going to get an orange one. In fact, I seen the orange one and thought, I really like the orange one. <laughs> I, I like yellow. I know Kellyanne would prefer the yellow because her favourite colour is that mustardy yellow. Yeah. Um, but I really like the orange um,
0: because because you've got three young kids, you're only allowed to have black. Yeah. Because you can get they get
1: dirty really. Easy. I know, it'll be black. It'll be black <laughs> later anyway. Um, yeah. But I'd so really yeah, like the one orange one. Yeah. Um, go. Go. Yep. I'd really like one of these uh, next to the bed. Yeah. You know, that I could set my phone up, I can yeah, you know, do that sort of stuff. I can listen to because I, I fall asleep most nights listening to a podcast. Um, and so I, I could just charge my phone and then have the home pod play my podcast for me. Yeah. You know, I can even set my alarm through it, you know, like it it can be my alarm, it can be my everything for yes. next to yeah. my bed, you know, even I could I could tell it to, you know. Zahn's chill list, wake wake me up with Zahn's chill list. Yeah. You yep. know, so uh instead of the beep 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 beep, I get woken up by beautiful <laughs> acoustic music. That's right. Know, which is right. sure. so,
0: yeah, the new colors,
1: orange, yep. orange, yellow, yellow, and blue, blue, yeah. Along so, with the original white and space gray. I mean yeah black and space gray. <laughs> <laughs> white, <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: So, yep. yeah, and they're, they're still $149? Yep. Yeah. Then, then we got something very new. Yes, we did. AirPods 3. So these are replacing the original
1: AirPods. That's right. You As can still new... get Gen 2 AirPods. Uh, they yep. are still available. Yes. Uh, they're a little bit cheaper. No. Yes, they are a little bit cheaper. They're $129. Uh, US,
0: US, but they're, I think they're about $30 cheaper than these in Australia. Uh, yeah, I think they're 30 or $40 cheaper yep. than these in Australia, which I'll get to our price in a sec. But yep. yeah, so these are AirPods 3. Yep. They've got a new low distortion driver. Yep. We've got adaptive equalization. You've got six hours listening time and four six. full charges in the case.
1: Six hours listening time. Or what yeah. about you can charge them for five minutes and get an hour's listening out of them. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Right. And gone is the, you know, connect, to, you know, to your, your phone cable. The lightning, your yeah. You can cable, use a, yeah. lightning, yeah. You can, now Mag- you can get a magnetic uh, charger, which yeah. is absolutely brilliant. And they've changed their shape a little bit too, the contour yeah, the case, the Yeah, the ca-
0: yeah. They're, they're closer to... AirPods Pro, but, but without the silicon tip. The little... Yeah, you know, they've got there. the same. Yeah. 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 And they're Australian, $279. You can order them today and take delivery next week.
1: Wait. $279? I thought they were only $175 US. $279 Australian. Shush. Were they $199 or
0: something like that US? Yeah. I can't remember now because I... Delete that and put the Australian dollars once it's, the shop tells me to. That's a, that's a <laughs> once I look in the store. Yeah.
1: From one seventy. Oh, wait. wait we'll see you see later on. <laughs> All right. That's what about. about that? It's about Riper. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What about the Maxes? How much are the Maxes Australian? Oh, I don't know. Don't know. I haven't got it in front of me. It was five hundred and forty nine dollars <laughs> US?
0: Yeah, so they're about nine hundred dollars Australian off the top Jesus. of
1: my head.
0: There's the picture of them there.
1: And then the case. So with the four charges, you get up to thirty hours of listening time.
0: Yeah. And then if you're yeah, you know, if you're listening to a podcast as opposed to listening to music, if you listen to a podcast but you only use you, know, you only need one earbud at a time.
1: Mm
0: that stretches it right out too. That's the way. Like I listen to in my car when I just to – because you want to keep cycling the battery in them. You don't know, want yeah. the battery to go dead flat or stay free, yeah, you know. Right, yeah, so, um So I tend to listen with one ear on the way into the city and yeah. one ear on the way out from the city. Like yeah. Just <laughs> do that a couple of times a week well, just to keep the cycling going in the my, battery. My yeah.
1: Gen 1s uh... – batteries are slowly just diminishing yeah um
0: my original gen ones the the battery in the case failed okay yeah but yeah there's there's a place that actually changes like you can swap the battery case the case over with a new battery one and then you can swap your airpods over with a new battery one there's a company that does that
1: oh well i'll have to look into Um, that because i really love them my i yeah. love my airpods i use them all the time i i use them because you know instead of bluetooth uh you know a bluetooth earpiece yeah. as well i will just throw in an airpod and use it as a you know a bluetooth connectivity um yeah because it's it seems to be way better sound and microphone than any bluetooth device i've ever owned <laughs> um yeah. So I just prefer to use that. It's a, a much nicer sound and, and, yep. and, yeah, it's a crisper microphone. So, yeah. So what's the next one? Yep.
0: So then we got a lot about the internal package of the new M1 Pro chip and the new M1
1: Max chip. Man. Which are the, which are the new yeah. chips. Did he not go into detail? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I was absolutely blown away by the detail they went into to explain why the Pro and the Max were, you know, the, the next gen and, and, and bigger and better than the one itself. And even yeah. though that the, the M1 chip is absolutely phenomenal in its own right, Yep. the pro and the max were just staggering. You know, that with the charts and everything like that, that they had you know yep. for, for your standard PC and and everything like that, which we'll go into obviously in a minute. Yep. And how
0: much? Like how much the? Like it's using heaps and heaps of power in your CPU, but as soon as you unplug the charger from your PC yep. laptop, yeah. How, how fast it winds down the power for your GPU and your CPU, yeah, and and basically that's not applicable for Apple's new chips. No. So then we had the announcement, like like it, that was that was easy, ten or twelve minutes explaining about the new chips, which which are the M1. They didn't do the M1 X or the M1 S or anything like that. You got the M1 Pro and then the M1 Max. So then there was the announcement about what these chips are actually powering. And we got a new, sorry, that one. We got a 14 inch and a 16 inch MacBook Pro. So
1: now. Before we talk about these. Yeah. I just want to say a little bit more about the chip. Yeah. Because, you know, 400, 400 megs a second on the max is just phenomenal. Yeah. Like the the power and to show them like up against the PC and to show them that they're, they're using 70% less power. Yeah. You know, yep. than your standard PC laptop or, you know, sort of thing uh that they really went to great lengths to make sure that you know the power out uh, like the power input and everything like that really was um yeah. better for the environment you know to, to yeah, say that, yeah. because you're not you're not draining you know fossil fuels out of your wall all the time you know this is it's using 70 percent less less power this means that this chip not only outperforms you know your Intel or whatever you want to. You know your dual yeah. core, your quad core uh, processor. And yeah. yeah, they're uh, it's talking
0: about i7s do- and i9s today.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's also doing it with seventy percent less power. You yeah, know? and
0: and they also um, this time in the fine print on the slide. So if you watch the show, yep. Uh, and they're talking about power for this. You know, for a laptop, etc because they, they compared two different Intel laptops Yep. down the bottom of the right-hand corner in fine print, which you, yep. you've got to stop it and blow the screen up to read it. Yeah. It actually specifies what computers they are showing you, yep. which they haven't actually done before. They haven't, you know, they've just said an Intel PC, whereas now they specified the model numbers. So yep. they don't get any, basically, I think so they don't get any kickback Yeah. From, from people saying, oh, you know, It wasn't ours, it was theirs or whatever. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Sorry, continue. No, that's right.
0: Yeah. So with these new MacBook Pros, the 14-inch and the 16-inch, we've got a few things come back. So we've got full-height function keys across the top instead of having the display there with the function keys that changed all the time. Ports are back. Yes, and it's basically they were very proud to say Apple's been listening. Yes. So on the right side we've got the HDMI port, we've got a Thunderbolt four slash USB C port, and an SD card port is back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> me. SD what? card, I thought was great. Yes. Yeah. Because right, and these know, are for easy.
0: professionals that, that use, yes. you know do lots of photo work or lots exactly. of exactly. You know, I think MKBHD talked about, like, he records audio onto an SD card on one of those little microphone setup things as your spare audio in case something goes wrong, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, On the left-hand side, we've got a headphone jack, which has also got capabilities capability of driving, like, really high-end headphones. Yep. It's got two Thunderbolt 4 slash USB-C ports and... MagSafe 3, so similar to the last gen MacBook Airs and MacBook Pros, is is the magnetic charger that goes on the side. Yeah. Uh, That's um, excellent, excellent, because that's the thing where people would – the important thing about MagSafe is, in this case, is if you trip over the cord, it just pops off.
1: pops straight off. Yeah. Yeah. So you never ever break a cord and yeah, yeah. well not never ever because yeah <laughs> when you're talking to me <laughs> I can break anything, but so. it's harder to break. Yes, yeah. So the, the fourteen-inch sorry
0: oh yeah yeah sorry yeah no no I'll get to that I'll get to that yeah there
1: yeah, you go the four-
0: fourteen-inch can do two by pro displays. The sixteen-inch can do three by the. Uh, the Apple pro display and a 4k display. It's 24% thinner edges on the side, 60% less on top, which gives us now we've got a notch on the top, similar to the iPhone. Yes. Yeah. But the menus at the top, that either side of the notch. So the menu is always there. Yep. Which is a really good way of doing it. It's very clever way of doing it. Uh, it's one point eight million more pixels on the sixteen inch. It's got promotion display, a billion colors, liquid rectna XDR display, mini LED backlight, the same as the iPad Pro.
1: Is it a million to one more resolution? Yeah.
0: It? Yeah, a thousand nits of sustained brightness, sixteen hundred nits full brightness, yeah. and a one million to one contrast.
1: Contrast. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, 1080p camera now for the webcam, 1080p instead of 720. Yep. It's got wider aperture, a bigger lens, computational video, and now the audio.
1: Yeah, the audio. So the audio, they've upgraded the speaker system. Yeah. So your tweeters. On, Six speakers, uh, two tweeters. Yep. So you got your two tweeters that sit sort of in the centre uh, of the laptop on the right and left side. Yeah. um there uh not only are they bigger but they've got a more sharper sound uh then you come down to the I guess the bottom or where your mouse is on either side yeah uh, and um you've got your your bass speakers there uh they're also bigger uh and they got a really they was a really flexible thing so that you're getting that that sound quality as well yeah um yeah Spatial audio as well, now. spatial audio, that's what the word was. That's what thank you, Michael. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> spatial audio. And there's uh, two of those on either side. So yeah. yeah, they they really pump out that sound. So I know when um Kellyanne and I first got together, we didn't have a television uh or an aerial for that matter, in <laughs> the first house we lived in. And we used to watch DVDs on her uh, laptop. Uh, so we'd go in, you know, and sit down in, uh, in our lounge room <laughs> and put the laptop on the coffee table. It was only for a few weeks until we, you know, were able to afford to go and buy a TV. Um, but yeah, we went and did that. And uh, the sound quality on those were always great, they're always good. So the fact that they've upgraded them with their spatial. It's uh, even yeah, better so, than
0: the previous one, which a lot of people right.
1: liked anyway. Even the
0: yeah. microphone—they've updated the microphones, the microphones as well.
1: Microphones. That's right. There's uh, four microphones. Yeah. They pick up uh, the, the even better sound and natural sound, especially if you're recording. They were, you know, gave that the the image in the video. Of somebody just, you know, with an acoustic guitar playing over the microphones and, you know, and it picking up every little, you know, sort of tap and sound while yeah. they're playing. Um, which is just phenomenal, especially yeah. you know, considering yeah. that you're playing over the top of a laptop and you're <laughs> not plugged in. Which you know, uh, even playing like acoustic, you used to have to mic right up and yeah. uh sit close to the microphones and make sure you know that you have a pickup, you normally get a. a to pick up and put it inside the acoustic guitar. The feedback to the microphones, and yeah, you know, yeah. and now you can just play over the top of your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to play over the top of it. Really, you can be back from it and play, and it's still picking that up, which yeah. uh I'm very jealous of because I played music in the '90s and there was none of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we've got up to, now. We've got up to a massive 64 gig of unified memory. Yep. So that means if you need more gpu it'll use part of that 64 or if you need more cpu it'll use you know it'll just keep moving it around proportionally yep it's got 7.4 gigabytes of read speeds from the internal uh, that's 7.4 gigabytes a second read speed from the internal ssd uh, it's got two time longer battery life in lightroom classic and four time longer battery life for those in Xcode running apps for Apple. You've got up to seventeen hours of video playback. Fifty percent battery charge in thirty minutes. Uh, and more envi- environmental features like one hundred percent recycled aluminium case. Yes. Now, here's where you need to be sitting down. <laughs>
1: Because we're going
0: to do the pricing. So the US pricing was $1,999, I think, off the top of my head. Yeah. For the 14-inch M1, it's Australian, $2,999. Or for the 14-inch, which is fully maxed out, absolutely fully maxed out, $8,849. The M1 Max chip. On that, 64 gigs of RAM and an 8-terabyte SSD. Yeah. So that's fully maxed out like that. Now, the 16-inch M1 Pro, starting at $3,749 Australian. That's not too bad, actually. And a 16-inch M1 Max starts at $5,249 Australian. And basically, it's got two more CPUs and four more GP, two or four more GPUs. I can't remember actually off the top of my head. But a sixteen-inch fully fully maxed out. Again, the M1 Max chip, sixty-four gig of RAM, eight terabyte SSD, nine thousand one hundred and forty-nine dollars. They're available in silver and space gray. And yes, I'm quite happy to have one for Christmas. Thank you, sir.
1: Awesome. If you get me one, I'll get you one. Okay.
0: Order today for the 25th of October delivery. And But I don't know how many you're going to get. And something else yeah. I can say is, well, I was like, as soon as the event was over. Yeah. Um, and I went in like two minutes after the event finished, the Apple yeah. store came back up. Yep. And you, you could click on Mac, you could click on MacBook Pro, but when you yep. try to get into the specs or whatever, it was super slow. So it was just obviously getting hammered. So a lot of people were on there. Well, that's obviously. what we were using. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so on the – now, there is a link to the Apple News Aussie Mac Zone article, of course. Yep. We did a rundown. It's got more photos. Um and also, what did you think about the, uh, right at the beginning, the way they did the music at the beginning with
1: the. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up.
0: Using the the, the tones, like all the yeah. various tones when you turn your Mac on.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because remember, we were going to do a new intro. Yeah. And I really wanted the sound from the uh, first you know turning on that Mac that I really wanted that sound yeah. yeah um uh on it and I wanted it to be you know really lively and, and you know ha- yeah. no word of a lie I reckon that is what I imagined <laughs> <for laughs> our, our intro because you've got that sound and you got all the different sounds from the Apple stuff and I'm like Man, that yeah. was so cool <laughs> and I'm like that's really what I wanted the intro to you know. I was in Max to sound like when we were trying to sort that out. Unfortunately, yeah. my friend Tim lost all his sound equipment in a fire. So um, he was unable to finish.
0: Yeah. And, uh, but to finish like we it. had, we had, um, like we all appreciate that click sound when you close your AirPods case.
1: Yes. <laughs> so he was
0: using that as a sound, as in the sound. Yeah. yeah. Um, the clicking from the original iPod. Yeah, we we had the a click wheel on it where you ro- rotated yeah, around again. Click click click, exact- click, click 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 click. Yeah, <laughs> uh, There were sounds that were in it. Um, there's lots of Apple sounds when you when you get shown like that. I thought that was really cool. Um, and thanks to the boys, uh, Timmy is saying hello and. Oh uh, and Glenn from Blue Ocean Web Hosting, which is our, our primary overseer.
1: Yeah. Hey, <laughs> uh, Jimmy, Thanks for, for watching, bro.
0: Yep. So, yeah. So there we go. Um, anything else you want to bring up? Um,
1: no, that's it. Uh, actually a little bit of light entertainment brick box is now available on apple tv plus okay and it, and it works um, uh-huh. i tried downloading it about six months ago uh, i got it to download but it just would not function uh-huh. um, but um i downloaded it again the other day uh because people were saying you know online everything like that that it's you know now working and it's actually now um, quite good and working well. Uh, so I downloaded it uh yesterday and um, yeah, I got to watch the goodies. <laughs> Goodie, so yum, yum. Yeah, I watched a couple of episodes of the goodies, I watched a couple of episodes of Bottom. Um, I watched a couple of ex- episodes of Vera. Uh, oh, yeah, a, Vera, yep. Yeah, and then uh, I was going to watch some touch, touch of Frost, but then Killianne was like, oh, time for bed. And so <laughs> we went to bed. Uh, today I've watched some 8 Out of 10 Cats. Yeah. um, You watch them and, on YouTube too? Yeah, I watch That's them on YouTube cool. all the time. That's why I was just, <laughs> you know, I was hoping to get a, a bit more of the comedy game show stuff on there. Yeah. Because I, I really love all that, you know, um, TV4 stuff and, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But they don't really have a lot of it. It's BBC and ITV owned. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't think we're going to get a lot of um, uh, the other stuff. Um, you know, uh, I think, okay, would I lie to you on there? Yeah. Because that's yeah. BBC. Or ITV or yeah. which one. Um, but there's no QI, and I know that's BBC.
0: Yeah, that's on but they've got their own YouTube channel, so maybe they do have their own
1: YouTube channel and I watch QI all the time. Yeah. Um and they got no out of the 10 cats does countdown either. Uh which was a shame because I love out of the 10 cats does <laughs> countdown. Um, but other than that, it was really good. Uh only fools and horses. You know, all the crime drama you could want. Yeah. You know, I've the best for last, but they have Doctor Who from <laughs> 1 right through to 13. Yeah. All of it. All <laughs> of the Doctor. All doctor the Doctor. Definitely, Doctor's definitely in the house, Michael.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess you won't be watching that part. God but... oh, definitely. <laughs> it's not my thing.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, um, I definitely don't have Duna covers with the TARDIS on it or anything. Like that. A man. <laughs>
0: Why do you make her wear that suit then?
1: Oh, yeah, the, the, the dialect because I like something pepper. Um, <laughs> exterminate. Um, <laughs> she will, <laughs> no, no, yes, yeah,
0: sir. So, so, um, yeah my wife and I have been enjoying the flight attendant. Yep. Um, just as one thing. Um, amazingly it's rated as a comedy. I don't still quite like it's very serious, Yeah. but it's rated as a comedy. So, and I, yeah, it's got some language in it. So I wouldn't let your kids watch it probably. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, plus I've been watching like the old Shadow the Saint on YouTube.
1: Oh yeah. I'm enjoying those as well. Yeah, I've been watching uh Ulysses thirty one, um, the original He-Man and the original Dungeons and Dragons cartoon on YouTube. Thanks to Timmy actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh Timmy got me on to these channels with the old school cartoons and and that on there. Um, and so I've been watching, yeah, lots of Ulysses thirty one and Uh, That's I don't know if uh, there's many people out there that know what Ulysses 31 is, but um, it was a fantastic cartoon from the you know, in the future in the 80s, and it was set in the year 2005. Hey, Jody, hi, yep, and um. Yeah, which makes me laugh now because you know those spaceships and we're on other planets and everything in the year two thousand and five back then. Little did they know. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to be governed by wankers. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anywho, yeah,
0: so just there we go. So we've got the show promotion, the show notes linked each week on show
1: upload, the link being. Oops, sorry, no, I don't have it. <laughs> I've been on Facebook instead talking to people.
0: AussieMaxZone.com.au forward slash AMZ397. There you will see the last 6 weeks show notes. We've got the, you can email zahn or Michael at au.
1: However you listen to us, please make sure you give us a rating, give us a like, tell your friends, you know, yep. we'll do the same for you. If we liked you, that is. It does uh, make a difference. <laughs> it does make a difference. It does. It does, you know. Yeah. yeah. And as I said, we
0: posted some stuff on uh, in Apple News on Aussie Max Zone this week. Yep. Don't forget, please remind your family about all the scam crap that's going on at the moment.
1: Absolutely. Make sure. Yeah.
0: And thanks to
1: our supporters, you, yes. our listeners, all of you guys out there yep. watching, listening, you know, paying attention. We really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. And just there like that. Now, the infamous sign off.
1: All right, guys, we see you for another week. Thank you very much. Remember, Apple a day. Thanks to those that dropped in. Hey? (laughs) I just said thanks to those that dropped in. Yes, and also thanks to everyone that came into the chat today. It was awesome.
0: And I have spoke then, so give me the sign-off again, please. I apologize, everyone. Remember,
1: an Apple a day keeps the Androids away.